Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me here, of course, Adam Ronis. We're brought to you here on the Sawdust Podcast Network, courtesy of Fantasy Alarm. Uh, Adam, I tell you, you know, it's been uh, it's been quite the day so far. My Yankees, uh, as we record, are currently losing, which isn't good. But tell you what, fantasy football waiver wire bidding uh, has been trickling out. And that's been a hot topic of our conversation. Uh, and I'm doing pretty well, and I'm and I'm enjoying that. Yeah, I still have a few waiver wire runs. They're really spread out for me. A few are Tuesday night, some are Wednesday afternoon, some are Wednesday evening, 10 o'clock, uh, midnight, 1 a.m. So it's spread out, which I think is kind of good. So this way I don't have to, like, all at once go in and be running around like a madman. So uh, pretty much – I don't know. This – it wasn't a – I put in bids, but it wasn't a crazy week. It was really like a few running backs. We talked about it. Wide receiver's not great. Mm-hmm. I do see Robert Tanyan available in one league of mine where I have George Kittle. So it's not like, oh, I need him, but I am going to put in a bid. You never know. Kittle it does get hurt, uh, tends to play through it, and is tough. But, yeah, it wasn't a – I don't think it was a crazy waiver wire week. Obviously, if you lost Chubb and Eckler, it was, and you're trying to get any running back. But it was really the running backs we spoke of and nothing else. Am I wrong, or do you, do you see it differently? No, 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 no. I think, if, you know, if you're streaming quarterbacks, it was a good week because there's yes. some interesting options. Obviously, uh, Bridgewater, Cousins, uh, Garoppolo should be back this week. Um, you know, just some really – Justin Herbert's got a really nice matchup against the Saints. So if you're streaming quarterbacks, you had to be uh, active there. The running back situation, 100. percent And you know, and I lost Nick Chubb in so many spots that you know I had to. You know, my feeling is, and and you know, and this is what I said. I was like, you got to be aggressive because when you think about it, right now, at this point where we are with the running backs, like who else is out there? Like who else could possibly get hurt that you're going to end up needing? To like hoard your bid money, right? It's like Dalvin Cook gets hurt. Somebody already has Madison. Somebody's already got, you know, uh, uh, Boston Scott from Miles Sanders. Like of all these top running backs, I mean, I'm sure somebody has, um, you know, uh, who's the 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 the, the pass catching running back in in Vegas? De- Devontae Booker no. or Jalen Richard? Jalen Richard. Richard. Yeah. yeah. You know, like maybe he's out there, but I mean, he's not going to replace it. So for me, it was like, I'm going for broke here, man. If I can get Justin Jackson or Dearness Johnson, like this is my best chance uh, of of filling in and grabbing for, for Nick Chubb. I mean, that's really why I felt it was it was a need to be aggressive and just, you know, balls out, baby. And, you know, here it is. I got to get these guys and, and I'm going to throw some serious bid money to get them. No, yeah, and I've always said everything is contextual. It all depends on your team. And if you had Chubb and Eckler this week, uh, Michael Perez, two-run homer, extends the lead for the Rays. Yes. Uh, oh, you know, listen, man, you keep that, <laughs> that negativity to yourself. No, it's Dude, positive, you man. The race... about, you know, you talk about how you believe in karma, and yet you take these needless swipes at me because but, of my wait, Yankees, wait, wait. How... Jets. What does karma have to do with it? I'm rooting for the Rays to win. That's How's that bad karma? Because you're bringing it up to me right here on the show. I was giving you an update. Knowing that I'm a Yankees fan. I'm giving you an update. I'll give, don't you you want an, know... I'll give you an update, buddy. How about that? <laughs> I, I, you don't have a TV by you, right? 
Uh, I do not have a TV on right now. However, so I was I being have, a good friend and giving you an update. I've got the game cast in front of me on the computer oh, okay. for crying out loud. Uh, but yeah, back to before you start getting very upset and crying. I don't need to oh, see I'm, that. Listen, I'm already <laughs> upset. I've got a bone to pick with you as a commish, too. Oh, please. There's no bone to pick, but we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, if you are desperate at running back, you do have to be aggressive because it's about getting through the next few weeks. And, you know, a lot of people will say, yeah, I don't want to spend that much money on a guy who's only going to be there for a few weeks. It, it depends on your team. I talked about the FSJ with Mike Davis. I needed a running back. I spent 44. Maybe this is his last week. You know what? He helped me out for three weeks. Now on to the next and figure it out. Sometimes you have to do that. If you're in dire straits, you have to make that decision sure. and you have to be aggressive and you need a body for this week. You know, this is a week to week game. We want to think long-term. We want to stash guys, but sometimes you can't, especially if you're one and three, you're own four, even if you're two and two. You know, you could have lost Chubb and Eckler this week. I'm sure there are teams out there that have that combo. I mean, you could have went one late first, one early second. So in that situation, yeah, you're you're probably hurting. And then maybe you have Swift and he's on by. And now it's like, oh, boy, now I'm really hurting. So that's why you're going to see some bids. And they're probably going to be overpays. Yep. But you always have to look who spent the money. How much fab did they have left? Who do they have on their roster? Because it's easy to sit here and we've done it. Oh my God, I can't believe this guy spent this much on this guy. Well, they really needed a running back this week and they couldn't afford to say, oh, I fell $24 short of the bid. I should have went higher. They, they were, they're going to have to shoot high. Um, Sirius XM host league. Uh, I, you know, I finally remembered that waivers were on Wednesday and not Tuesday. So I had my full budget. Sitting there, right? I was yeah, like, well, at least you're you're in both host league. One is fab and one stupid waiver wire. Oh, I, yeah, that's that's just ridiculous. That's just, stupid. Take that up with with Matt Deutsch. Don't take well, that I, up with me. See, it's, here's it's crap. It's total crap. Look, I'm the one. I always look at details, and I was the one who told him before there. I'm like Matt. We don't have a schedule, and he generated the schedule because I alerted him to it, and. I guess you could say I didn't realize that it was waiver wire. But when I saw it, I'm like, hey, Matt, you know, this is not set up for fab. And he's like, well, it's too late to change it. I'm like, OK, yeah, um, uh, it's it's garbage. It's it's hot, stinking, stinking. And he knows it. He even said he's like, thanks for checking. You know, I'm not good with these things. Now, I got to remember next time to check again with the waiver wire. I assumed, all right, it's going to be fab because I know your first host league had fab and it's just brutal. So now the the worst team every week who doesn't pick up someone gets whatever. But well, dude, I'm not even dude, going. Please, for for ten years, right? Sirius XM host league waivers have been on on Wednesdays for like ten years. They've never been on Tuesday, and now all of a sudden this year they're on freaking Tuesday. Like, where did that come from? I've got yeah. it ingrained in my head. Sirius XM host leagues. Wednesday waivers. That's just it. I can't change this now. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> yeah, I was just infuriated that it's uh, the waiver wire, the order. It just sucks. Oh, I hear but you, dude. I think it's trash. It's done. I think it's it trash. is trash. We know it. Dude, we pre we've preached on air for years, years, all of us, almost every host. I can't imagine there's any host on the channel that doesn't uh, go for fat, that we, we try to get people – to change their system. It's the most fair way. Yeah. You want someone, spend your money. 
I agree. I agree. Well, there you go. So I took my $1,000 of bid money more than anybody else and said, you know what? I'm not only going to take Dearness Johnson, I'm also going to take Cam Akers from you suckers. He was available? uh, What's that? He was available? Do you believe that? Somebody dropped him. Wait, isn't there IR spots in that league? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Hey, listen, dude. I, I, I can't help what other people do. Like that's then I said that I was going to do this for waivers uh, this this week for wide receivers. People are going to drop wide receivers uh, left and right, and I'm looking right now, looking at, at players who got dropped already. Noah Fant dropped, uh, not a wide receiver, but still he got dropped. Keelan Cole, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks. You know these guys all ended up getting dropped. They're going to end up being. Uh, possible waiver claims coming up next week. It's not, you know, eye-popping yet, but this is just one league. I'm telling you, man, Marvin Jones is going to get dropped by people. This is going to be like, you know, you're going to be feasting. And am I going to be pissing and moaning that I don't have any fab next week? Yeah, probably. But I got my running backs, and I'm pretty damn happy about it. Yeah, and you have to do what is best for your roster. And that's the other thing, too. I know we've talked about it a lot. Always look at the drop list. And Whatever you have to do, uh, highlight the player, write it down. Just take note because sometimes there are some surprising drops. Sometimes if you don't have IR spots, people have to make tough decisions. There's bye weeks and they really don't want to cut that player. And they go, well, I have to. I have to worry about this week. And that's where you can take advantage and get them whenever they become available. Yep, yep. And how about this one here? Another reason why you don't want waivers on Tuesday, you want them on Wednesday. Colton and the Wolfman, that big whopping $101 bid on who? Yeah, that's right. Corey Davis. Oh. Yeah. Well, they can put him on the IR COVID list, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's great. $101 (laughs) IR COVID list for Corey Davis. Did you see what the runner up? Are you able to see it? Uh, I did not look at that. I, I tried okay. to, you know, I did, I looked at, you know, I looked for, uh, for me because I wanted to see just how fiercely I overbid on, on my guys and, and, you know, pretty big overbid. Um, but again, I just picked up Dearness Johnson and Cam Akers, you know, to round out my squad because I had lost, uh, you know, I lost Nick Chubb, uh, you know, uh, Daryl Henderson, who knows what's going on over there. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's out again. So I needed to like go out and, you know, be brazen, be ballsy. Boom. Yeah, no, there, there are Got times you. you have to. You have to. Um, I did. And so that's that's just some advice for you guys out there who are uh, who are doing waivers. Now, uh, before Adam and I get into uh, our, our argument about these crappy no trade rules, uh, let me just tell you guys that you guys all should be playing on Monkey Knife Fight. Shout out to our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site you should be playing on, and here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. 
MonkeyNightFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play Play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> All right, Commissioner Rona. So here we go. Now, listen, I get it. You know, you're modeling the GST League after high stakes, and in high stakes, there's no trading. But you know what? This isn't the NFBC. We're not playing with guys who are you know, across the country or flying in from Europe or something like that to, to play against us. Like, we don't have, like, you know, there's a familiarity. It's got that, the you know, yes, it's an it's it's an industry and, and high-stakes league, but it's supposed to have that, like, down-home feeling. And my feeling about this is that why, if you want this to be like, you know, this very similar to, like, a home league. It's just got that feel. It's got that vibe. We need trading here, dude. We need trading. I am officially lobbying to you, the commissioner, that we need trading. Well, I'm open to doing it. Obviously, we can't do it this year. But the one thing why this is not going to be an argument and why I don't think you have one reason to be critical of me is because you knew this going in and you didn't say a damn word about it. And if you go, no, I didn't, I double checked being the reporter that I am. And I sent you an email on August 4th. And told you there are no trades in this league. Yeah. And you no, didn't I say know. anything. I know. And you haven't said anything before the year. So that's why there's really no argument here. No, there's – As there's, far – But my feeling about it is, though, is – I mean, I'm glad to hear that you're saying that you're you're open to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, because you know, my feeling about it is, is like with this, you know, these are industry people. And the people who aren't like we're working side by side with are, are people that we know from – through fantasy sports, like like Billy Hayes, you know, like he's a guy uh, who we know. Uh, you know, you know the uh, the guys who own the the GST. Um, you know, like to me, when you've got a group of people like that, yeah, you want to emulate the, the the NFBC, you know, vibe there. But none of these people, or I mean, at least I don't. I, I would be very surprised if you would associate with somebody who would be in a league that would like try to screw everybody else out of like, you know, what is it, like, like 1500 bucks for the, uh, for the top prize. Yeah. I believe the champion of the league gets 1500. I think the overall champion gets 12. So usually if you win your league, usually the league, whoever wins the league, one of the two tends to be the overall champion in most cases. So you could win like 27. And then if you have the most points, it's another 750. So you could win over 3K potentially. Uh, I will say this. So the GST League has been around for several years. I was not in one of the first or second years. And then the first year I came in for football, I was not the commissioner. And then Chris Vaccaro doesn't want to be commissioner. So he was like, hey, uh, I'm not going to be the commissioner. If you want to do it and take over, we'll keep it going. If not, 
not going to go ahead with it. So I said, yeah, I'll, I want to keep it going. So I'll do it. And for baseball, I think I've been doing it for three years now. But there was a year we did have trades in baseball. And someone got upset about something and started making a bunch of trades that he was near the bottom. And he was trading to a lot of teams near up top that he was kind of friends with. And I don't know if he did it intentionally, but I offered him deals. The trade couldn't get done. And I don't know if he was doing that to screw me or if it was just coincidence. But I know he was very bad at someone in the league. And it, it it was kind of a bad look. So we decided, you know what, let's not deal with this going forward. Obviously, didn't invite the guy back. But um, it, there's potential. Let me give you a hypothetical. I'm not saying this would happen. But just say there are some fans in this league. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Like Billy Hayes, I think, plays some high stakes, but kind of he's more in the fan. He doesn't work in the industry. So say there was a, a huge fan of yours. And I'm not saying you would do this, but maybe there are other guys. And you go, hey, man, uh, you know, let, let's make a trade here. Let, we'll make it fair. But, you know, if you make this trade, you know, I'll give you a year free for Fantasy Alarm. Oh, well, and I'm not saying you would do this, but what if there was someone in there who did that and some someone was like, oh, I love – Adam, I love Howard, I love Scott Angle, and they did it. You don't think that possibility exists? You know, and and that's what I'm saying. See, that's a character issue. And if I if I even remotely thought that somebody would be willing to do that, slide a little something under the table, like here's a free subscription or something like that, that's that's collusion. That's cheating. That's right. But that you said if okay, so we're assuming that everyone in here would do that. That's what I'm saying. If, if, but what these if, it are, happened? if these are people who you know and you've you've played what? with for years and stuff like that, and you've built a, a relationship with them, uh, I mean, are, you know, without giving out any names, all right, you know everybody who's in both leagues. Is there somebody in this league who you would say probably a little on the dicey side? Uh, I don't. There's some guys in here I don't know very well. You know, so yeah, I know. Well, I guess I kind of know you now after working with you for it's almost been a year. Wow, um, I'm still kind of still still Happy think anniversary, you're kinda sweetheart. Not yet. We still have we. Yeah, I still have to get through the month. I think November first oh, is the right. one year anniversary. So, no, wow, November you never know. First, that's a that's a day that that a lot of the universe really does a lot of stuff for me on November first. Really? Yeah. Oh, November first. Um, it's the, uh, the day that, that Deborah's sister, uh, her, when she was a baby, it was the day that her sister passed away. It was the day her other sister got married. Um, it was the birthday of Murray and Clyde, two of, uh, two of our, our cats who, uh, were the most amazing cats. It's like, there's something, always something goes on on November 1st. It's always a, a, a very spiritually uplifting day for me. So there's always something going on there. So now Adam Ronis comes to the fantasy alarm on November 1st. I add that to to my joy. Good. At least I hope that's on the positive spectrum of things. Sure, sure, sure. Listen, you know, listen, okay. I, I, you know, Deb's sister passing, uh, that was, you know, it was, it was an accident or whatever, but, you know, I have a very different view on death and things that should happen and shouldn't happen in this world. And I'm aware of that. I found out a couple of times in the scary situation, not scary, but 
I found that out. You're like, yeah, whatever. I don't care if I die tomorrow. I'm good. I'm like, what? <laughs> when, you, when your time's that's, up, your time's up. I mean, that's, that's why it. I said you're living in 90 with that attitude. <laughs> God help me. No. <laughs> um, but so, all right. So, you know, yeah, you know me. Like, I feel like maybe Jen, we should... Jen is kind of shady. I could see ah! Jen trying to... <laughs> Kind Maybe of, we know, should like... vet every owner. Maybe we should vet each person. We do like a a one on one interview with them. You know, just you and me and them, and well, it'll be a two on one. But you trust I... Michael Salfino? I trust Michael Salfino with everything except for his uh, his, <laughs> his 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 affectation for Adam Gase. Um, look, if I'll, you want me to put it up to a vote for next year, if you return to the league. Oh, you're not going to invite me back? No, I, I'm saying if – who knows at this point if we'll even be able to do it in person. You said you would come to New York. So, no, yep. the way this league works is everyone who's in the league gets first crack of next year. So, like um, – I'm in. All right. Well, Dr. Roto was in the league last year. He couldn't make it this year. The only way he gets back in is if someone drops out. Then I'll say, all right, we had a, if everyone in the league this year all come back, he can't get back in, unfortunately. Okay. Everyone who's in the league gets first crack. Again, we usually do this draft in person, but I'll put it up to a vote. If it gets voted, that's fair, right? Put it up to a vote? Of course. Of, of course okay. that's fair. Yeah, and we, we can do that. And we I, look, we have to hope that everyone has the proper etiquette and makes a fair deal. And I, I don't know if we – I know some leagues have like a three-person committee. I, my home league, I just let every trade go through unless yeah. it's – Unless it's like obvious, it's like, wait, something's not right here. But I will say this. I play in leagues with trades. I haven't seen one trade go down in any of my leagues this year. Have you had any trades in your leagues? Um, no, I haven't, actually. I've tried to. I just tried trading in the Kings Classic. But, you know, Mike Clay keeps trying to sell me on, on Chris Godwin right now. I'm like, dude, I'm not giving you... Josh Jacobs and Jonu Smith for freaking Chris Godwin. Oh no! What like? And I love Chris Godwin, but he, I've always said this, and people like someone asked me today about Julio Jones. Look, I don't like trading for injured players. Never. You got to get an extreme discount. That's not a discount that you just said. I mean, yeah. Jonu Smith can be with the way the tight end position is and the state of the Titans. We don't know how long Corey Davis is going to be out. AJ Brown maybe plays. John o. Smith's going to get peppered with targets. So he's a top five, top seven tight end right now. And Jacobs has been a little disappointing since week one, but he's a running back with a huge volume. So, yeah, that's that's not enough. Right. I we, told him, I said I don't like trading for injured guys either, but you know what? I'll take Michael Thomas for Jacobs straight up. Yeah. I mean, at least with Thomas, you know he could be back this week or next week. You know right. it's pretty close. Yeah. So, yeah, that's more fair but no i mean listen i i see it you know it's it's so hard to get a trade you know people don't understand the value you know like trade value is relative and and just because you know if i have five you know strong running backs and i've decided that i'm going to take you know a, a deal where i'm going to do like you know mixing for digs straight up right uh, do i think that Mixon holds more value than than stefan Diggs straight up yeah i do but Diggs is going to go into my starting roster. He's going to be better than my wide current wide receiver too, and and Mixon's a guy who I don't you know I was leaving on the bench early on because of his uh 
you know, because of the slowness of, of his start to the season and, and the, the possible game script being taken away from him on a regular basis. I love Joe Mixon, but, you know, they are really pass-happy there. But, like, people see that and they're like, no, you can't trade that. That's bullshit, man. You can't trade, you know, Joe Mixon straight up for digs. That's garbage. No, there's, there's no problem with that trade. None at all. Right. None. Somebody will have a problem with it. Nah, that's if I'm commissioner, I'm not even hearing the argument. I'd let that go through immediately. And we've had this discussion. It's so hard to trade in fantasy football because what does everyone want? A running back. What does no one have depth in running back? It's just so hard. Like, I think in my home league, I have pretty good depth at running back and I'm willing to trade one. But these are my running backs. It's a 12 team league. It's the same setup as GST, except with IDP players. Basically, two running backs, three receivers, two flex. I have Chase Edmonds, Antonio Gibson, Josh Kelly, James Robinson, DeAndre Swift, Boston Scott, Jeffrey Wilson. And that's losing Barkley. It's not bad considering I lost Barkley. And I've been generally only starting two of them a week or three. Like, So I could afford to trade one of those guys, but it's just so difficult to get a deal done. And you know what, though? I'm, like, trying to give away a running back. Like, I've got in this Josh Jacobs, Melvin Gordon, Jarek McKinnon, Joe Mixon, James Robinson, right? Which so, league is that? That's the Kings Classic? The Kings Classic. You should – and that's a 14-team league? And I'm sitting here trying to deal these freaking guys. You know, I'm like, I'm like you know, I put it on the block uh, and whatever, and so – you know, oh, your boy Corey Parson came to me, said he would give me T. Higgins for Joe Mixon straight up. Uh, yeah, that's not fair. Right? I'm like, that's garbage, now, look, dude. So I countered, now, I countered, and I was like, here, I'll give you Josh, I'll give you Joe Mixon or Josh Jacobs, one or the other, for Amari Cooper. That's fair. That's what I thought. And these guys won't give me a freaking deal on this. Yeah, like... The Higgins deal is bad. Now, by the end of the year, we might go, yeah, that was a deal you should have made. Maybe Higgins, but it's all about now and what we see as the value now. So, and you have a commodity that people want. Yeah. So you can't just settle and you don't need to move them. You wanted to upgrade a, a position of need, which I'm assuming is wide receiver, but you don't have to make a deal right now. No, I start three flex, no kicker, no defense. I'm starting five running backs a week. Okay. Yeah. So you don't really have to make a deal, but yeah, the Cooper <laughs> for one of those running backs is fair. I mean, the, and the, and I I don't know. Maybe I find it more this year or last year more than ever. It's just almost impossible to get a deal done. I've noticed way less trades in fantasy football last year and this year. My home league last year, not one trade was made. This year, my home league, no trades were made yet, and. Uh, another league, which is my friend's old office job, where you would think there's more trades. There hasn't been a trade yet. I don't remember how many were done last year. It just seems like it's really difficult to trade in fantasy football. Baseball, way more trades happen. My home league, there are trades like almost every day. Now, to be fair, that is a keeper league. I think there are more trades in dynasty and keeper leagues because in dynasty leagues, teams rebuild. They're getting draft picks. So it's easier to trade there. In redraft leagues, it's really hard to get deals done, which is why I'm like, when we get trade questions, I'm like, oh, okay. I guess trades still go on. I don't see them in my league. Yeah, and it's bullshit is really what it is. It really pisses me off that people are so, you know, because everybody has the, this feeling, you know, you know, and we see it on Twitter all the time. How many times you get that question? Who wins this trade? You know, How do you respond? I want to see if you respond the same way I do. 
I always, I always say, you know, who, you know, when I say, you know, to answer who wins this trade, I turn around and I say the person whose team this helps the most, right? Like I'm like a dick about it. I'm not giving you an answer. I'm not telling you which side of the trade I want. I need to know context here. Nobody wins a freaking trade unless the one guy is just getting depth back and the other guy is actually improving his starters. Yeah, that's what I say. I basically say it's not about winning the trade. It's does this make your team better? And I think that's the problem is people want to win the deal. They want to feel like, yeah, I got the best of that deal. And you know what? A lot of those deals, you wind up losing in the end. Yeah. You know, things change. And just because what you perceive to be as a bargain or a great trade for you that day doesn't mean it will be. It's about improving your team. You can actually lose a deal when – it's isolated with no context. Well, I'd much rather have that player, but maybe the other player helps your team more. Maybe you're really weak at tight end and there's nothing on waivers and you trade a solid wide receiver for a tight end. Almost everyone is going to say the receiver's better unless it's Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, right? So maybe it's a mid-tier tight end that is way better than what you have. You're higher on him than everyone else, but you're giving up a receiver that would be in almost everyone's lineup. So, if you just look at it isolated, everyone's going to say, yeah, you lost that deal. But you know what? That receiver you weren't starting because you had good depth. Maybe it's Justin Jefferson. And maybe you picked him up off waiver wire. You picked, you drafted him in the last round. And you just never play him because you have really good receivers. The receiver you took in round eight is now maybe you got Diggs and Keenan Allen, who both fell in drafts. And now they're way better than any of us thought. And maybe you got uh, a good receiver early and then another one. And you can't start Justin Jefferson. And he's not, uh, you know, value to your team. So you lost the trade in the eyes of everyone, but it helped your team get better because you strengthened a position where you were weak and you were streaming and you were getting two points and three. That's the thing that people don't understand is yeah. it's not about who wins the deal. Does it help your team? Are you getting better? And you hope a trade helps both sides. That's really what you want. And the other thing why trades fail, they don't look at teams, the other team's roster. They blindly send trades. Oh, you know who I really want? Kareem Hunt. All right, let me offer this guy a deal for Kareem Hunt. You offer him a wide receiver. The guy's got five good receivers. He doesn't need it. So you're not even – that's insulting. You're not even looking at the guy's team and sending him an offer. And that's happened to me in baseball. It's like, wait, you're sending me a closer? Do you realize like I'm first and save and have four closers and have one or two on the bench every week? Why do I need a closer? You didn't even look at my team. <laughs> It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It really is. I mean, it's 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 a very disheartening thing. But yeah, you know what, man? Listen, I think that I still think that every league. I mean, listen, I get it with the NFBC and the the magnitude of the prize and everything like that, and you know, people coming from all walks of life. Uh, you know, I can understand the no trading there. But when you know, when we're playing with some industry people, even some fans, you know, who have a you know a respect for the game, they're willing to pony up that kind of money. Uh, you know, I feel like, you know, good people find good people, uh, and integrity can be maintained there. So I have a question for you then, and I know you don't run this league, but maybe you have answers. So if that's the case, why is there no trading in the FSGA league? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because, because everybody picked up, put in 50 bucks. I don't, I, I have no clue, dude. I have no clue. Bucks. Yeah. I won that league last year. I got a, a nice, uh, big hefty paycheck. The ring was nice, but uh, yeah, like, and I know you don't run it, so this is not criticizing you, but the same argument you just presented, it's like, wait, so 
we're not playing for big money. We're supposed to trust each other, even yeah. though I don't know most of the guys in my FSGA league. Uh, so, yeah, why is there no trading there? Because we're stupid. Because we're a bunch of idiots. Um, okay. I don't know. You know what? Like, we, uh, let's bring that. I'm going to bring that up to, to them next year. Uh, 50 bucks. I mean, listen, if, if somebody is going to screw over somebody else in the industry for 50 bucks like that, um, you know, this Plus is reputation. No one wants to get like that. I mean, you, you that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We're not talking about like lineup sellers on on Twitter. We're talking about people who are like in this industry. We're sitting there face to face. We've broken bread with these people. Right, we've hung out. We've like you or know, talk shit behind their back, whichever one. Oh, I love talking shit behind <laughs> people's back, but I'll do it to people's faces too. That's I don't true. Care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll but, call people out if I need to. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that there's no trading in that. But it's stupid, right? It's stupid, it's stupid, stupid. No trading is stupid. That's my that's my lesson for today. Um. Okay with either and I just because the leagues where I am with trades nothing gets done and I I will say I haven't proposed any trades this year so I've had none proposed to me though either <laughs> it's just it's just so weird it just feels like it's so difficult to get a trade done are in we in, are we in another league together or... uh the Sirius XM host league where oh. there is trading right I don't know the rules change Hostly I mean I don't two? know we're in this one yeah. together okay I'm yeah two and two you're two and two. Um, I got 19 points more than you overall. So my team is clearly better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> so so why don't you tell me what what do you need? What 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 do you need? Let's 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 make running a trade back. right now. You need a running back. Yeah, uh, I only let me have look like, at my team. Let me see who I have I've Kamara, got. Kamara. I've got Kamara and garbage. I actually am going to start Kamara and uh, Latavius Murray this week. Because oh, I have Swift on buying. Oh, I lost Nick Chubb and I didn't get my uh, my Dearnest. Yeah, because of the f- stupid uh, waiver stupid, wire. Stupid, you need a f- fudging. Stupid fudging. I was doing well in this league until I put up a 108 this past week, which is just pathetic. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much I need a running back. My running backs are Kamara, Latavius, Swift. Gus Edwards, Jamal Williams, Jeffrey Wilson. So it's pretty bad. I I can give you Duke Johnson. Ooh, Duke Johnson. I'll give you Robbie Gould for Duke Johnson. Robbie Gould. Robbie Gould. Come on, man. (laughs) Dude, Uh, Duke Johnson, he's going to be the man now. David Johnson, you said David Johnson's done. I watched David Johnson, like his complete inability to get to the outside. Like this dude couldn't turn a corner. uh, You you hate him. You know what's funny is that uh, in week one, people were taking victory laps for David Johnson. Oh, Do you remember know, that? Right? Yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen those guys. I've been looking. I got my binoculars. I'm on my balcony looking for them, and I don't see them. Well, that's that's a and whole... the se- look. And the season's not over. Maybe David Johnson's great the rest of the year, but I don't think so. I, I and I've got my doubts too. So I've got so I've got Puke Johnson, who's you know clear cut handcuff there. Number two guy, right? Let's see. What does is, what is Adam have who I want? Let's see. I mean, I have pretty good receivers. But I'm looking at got, your receivers. I see Boyd. You've got Ridley and I see Keenan. Chark. I see Godwin, Scotty Miller, DJ Moore. You got some You got some guys there, no doubt about it. I'll give you Duke Johnson for – Um, how about DJ Moore? No, I think DJ Moore is a buy low right now. 
I, I think people is. are that's kind why, of that's why I'm offering you Duke Johnson. You know what though? Here's the other thing too. You know what, Howard? To be honest, we're just not a fit to make a trade. I know. And sometimes know. you have to look at that and go, you know what? We're not a fit. But then again, like when you look across, okay. So what are you trying to? You want to? What are you trying to improve at receiver? Is that what you want, um, or you think you're well? Let's see. So you lost Chubb. Yeah, you got no, Gordon. I could use a, yeah, well, you got Gordon and Mixon, so you're there, and you could play. F- yeah, I guess you could use a receiver, right? Yeah, I've got Ridley and I've got Keenan Allen, and then I've got a bunch of nah, meh, meh. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's another team with good receivers. Like that's the thing. That's what I always do. It's like, all right, what do I need? And I go to the roster grid and mm-hmm. I look. And that, that's how you get a trade. Well, your boy uh, Bowden. I think your boy Bowden's a fit with you. Brown, Diggs, Tyreek, Jefferson, Lamb, Debo, and Michael Thomas? Ooh. Do you know what he, what it would cost to get a, a, a guy like C.D. Lamb. Lamb from him? <laughs> You'd have to give up Pat Mahomes or – Dude, uh, I'd have to like I, – I would literally have to saw my own arm off and send it to him overnight along you see with his running backs? player. Well, did you, I said, did you see his running backs? Although he's got uh, Raheem Mostert on injured reserve, who could be back this week in Le'Veon Bell. Not that that's great, but the and he's got he picked up Dearness Johnson, Adrian Peterson on buy, and Leonard Fournette was doubtful, so he's hurt at running back. He better hope that Bell and Mostert come back this week. But yeah, that's a guy. If you need a receiver, that's the guy you trade with. So you, I'm helping you make a trade here. I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like helping my opponents, man. Don't Mish, Mish, Craig Mish would get mad at me. He's like, dude, you don't talk to me about fantasy baseball before the year. I'm like, because we're going to be in a league together. I don't want to talk to you. He's like, come on. I'm like, no. Like, I don't want to talk to any. My friend gets mad at me, too. He's in your league, Red Rum. So we compete in my home league against each other, but we share a team at his old job. So I don't, I try not to talk too much about him before the year. And waivers in my home league runs Wednesday at noon and in the other league at night. So I don't talk any waivers until our home league runs. And he kind of gets mad at that. I'm like, what? I'm just, I don't want to talk with my competition. What is wrong with that? <laughs> well, I mean, listen. I don't want to exchange ideas. And then they'll be like, you know what? You make a good point. I wasn't on that guy. Now I'm on. <laughs> well, now I just helped you out. And now you're going to bid me up if it's an auction. Like, Mish and I were in labor together. That's an auction. I don't, I don't want him to know what I'm thinking or who I like. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, you know, it's, the, the, the it's a competitive nature me, and that's a free league, bro. That's bragging rights. I don't care. I want to win, man. It's just the competitiveness in me, man. The, the perils of, of being a fantasy analyst. You don't want Look, everybody no, 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 to no. take all he, your plays, but you no, got to have transparency. If they're a subscriber to Fantasy Alarm, then I have to answer them. That's they. They tell me that I'm like. They're like, well, it's your job. I'm like, yeah. Are you do you subscribe to Fantasy Alarm? If you do, you got access to my ranking. I was talking to my friend today. Called him up. He was at work, and he goes, "I'm actually looking at your rankings right now. If they're not correct, I'm going to sue you." And I go, <laughs> "That's what he says." And he's in my league. He's in my league. But he's a, he subscribed to support me, so. He has access to it. He knows what I thought my rankings. If you and if he comes in a chat or you know calls the show or whatever, then I have to answer his question. I might dance around it, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. If you're a subscriber, that that is my job. My job is to help you guys win. That's my primary job. But 
if it's a friend and they don't subscribe, why do I have to help them? I don't. I hear you, dude. I get the text messages all the time. I got, I got one from uh, from Ari Fink of SiriusXM, and he starts asking me all these questions. I'm like, dude, is this is, is this the Jam On League that we're in together? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would. I, I was like, would, I was like, why are you? I can't advice. give you advice on how to compete against me. That's the worst. The, the, the fact that these people even have the audacity <laughs> to do that it boggles my mind. I'm like, I remember because, and some people, they know that about me now. So they're like, oh, this is not the league we're playing in together. I'm like, uh, let me double check. Cause I think I remember one time I'm like, um, this is the league we play together, right? They're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I'm not answering this. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way, man. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, and I say to him, I'm like, listen, dude, I'll help you. I'll help you about any other league that you want, but I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, help you in a league that you're competing. Like there's, there's no monetary, you know, prize there. I get us, you know, we get a trophy uh, and you get presented on stage at, at the concert of your choice. It's gotta be somebody from, you know, the league, but like, that's, that's the, uh, that's the prize. I'm like, I'm not going to help you do that. No way. And he won last year too, which like made it even more incensing that he like asking me for advice. Yeah, it's crazy. And then I'm sure this happens to you too. Like you don't hear from people at all. And then all of a sudden, right when draft season occurs and the oh, season yeah. starts, you get these text messages <laughs> like, hey, who do I start this week? I got a couple of guys from college who do that. Right? I got like, guys that I used to play softball with that do it. A friend that, <laughs> that I grew up with and didn't see him for a long time. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I was talking to someone in the neighborhood. They said you're on Sirius XM and you're this big time fantasy uh, analyst. You know, I play fantasy and starts asking questions. It's just and look, <laughs> we, we love it. It's great. We appreciate it. But it's like sometimes we are so busy and we have subscribers that are come first that like can't answer every question you ask. Which is a bummer. That's why I always end up having, like, I feel bad. Like, when I don't get a chance to answer questions, but I say to people, I'm like, I just, I can't do it. You know, Sunday mornings, don't give me questions last minute on Sunday mornings. I have too much to do in order to get to your questions. I try to train them out of it. Nobody listens, though. And then it's then then it's the personal friends who, like, blow you up via text. Oh, know? yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we could go on and on and on about this. We've gone on and on and on about this. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, and Andy, uh, big thanks to uh, to all of you for tuning in uh, and listening. Um, oh, I guess, you know what? Let me ask you, before we get out of here, Adam, uh, do the Heat stave off elimination tomorrow night? Well, that would be tonight then. Well, uh, Friday. Thursday. The game's not till Friday. The game's not till Friday? Yeah. Why are they taking so many extra days off? Oh, and one extra day. I, I don't honestly. I don't know if it was due to Thursday night football. I'm really not sure um, because I don't. I, I found this out yesterday too. Do you realize that the ALCS and LCS? There's no days off. They're There's playing seven straight, straight games, days, six straight games. Yeah. No. The next round too. The uh, championship series. Oh, this There's is, no. It's seven straight days. This is this is all for Anthony Davis. Two days off right now is all for Anthony Davis. No, it's not. The fix is in, dude. They didn't even know that who was in the series. This is all predetermined. Oh, yeah, my ass. It was predetermined. What? What's wrong with Anthony Davis? He's fine. He's I not know, hurt. But if he, he always gets banged up, and because what's Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo? Those are the guys who are. Um, Adebayo I, played last night. Yeah, but he's not hundred percent. So the extra day off helps him. 
Yeah, but it protects Davis more. Oh, stop. No, you, you stop. just You just don't want Bowden to be elated, right, oh when it's God. over? Dude's going to drive me insane. Um, drive me insane. I think that he can, can win a game because they weren't blown out last night. That game was close into the end, and the Lakers pulled away. The Heat just – they've battled. They've been tough. They're mentally tough. So I don't see them laying down here. I think they can win on Friday. I don't think obviously I don't think they win three straight against the Lakers, but I think they can win on Friday. I'm not sure where I'm going yet. And boy, that was a bad beat, man. If you had the Heat, um, it was a nine point game, and then Hero hits a three at the buzzer to make it six. The spread was seven and a half. And it was a meaningless three. Well, Lakers are favored by seven. I'll tell you what. You guys want to know Adam Ronis's pick to click for uh, for for the NBA Finals on Friday? You're just going to have to tune in to the next episode of Annie Up. That's going to do it for us here today. Big thanks to Adam Ronis, as always. Uh, I'm Howard Bender. This has been the Annie Up podcast on Sawdust Podcast Network Fantasy Alarm. We'll catch you next time.